What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles. How is everyone doing today? It's February 8th, 2020. And uh, hey, Trump got acquitted. How about that? <laughs> and that is all I will comment on politics because I really don't give a shit. Uh, again, if you watch or pay attention to any of that stuff, it's just a show, folks. So let it go. Enjoy your life. Be with your loved ones. Everything's wonderful. Oh man, what a what an interesting interesting time we live in, is it not? You know, robots and AI will clean your house. <sighs> Opioids are out of control. Depression and anxiety seems to be within everybody. So isn't it a beautiful world? It is, actually. It's quite beautiful. Yesterday, I got to celebrate my uh, grandfather's 90th birthday. And uh, he turned 90 yesterday. He's a fucking legend. So I went over there. Uh, we were just, just family was going to come over, just kind of, you know, keep him company, surprise him a little bit. <clears throat> when I got there, though, it was just my grandpa. My, my uncle, Two of my uncles live with my grandpa to help him out, and uh, they were gone. So when I got there... It was just him and I for about an hour, so we got to have a nice conversation. And uh, he had some back trouble the day before, sitting in his MRI. He said, you know, we're just shooting the shit and telling stories and hearing stuff. Cause he, you know, my, he's 90. My grandfather, to put it in perspective what kind of man he was, he had seven children. You know, he worked at a railroad. He just... He had seven kids, just backed up. They were him and my grandmother. They just fired out kids, man. They were back in those old school days of just like have as many kids as you can till you can't have kids anymore. You know, I think that's beautiful and also insane at the same time because I think about having like seven children today, and I'm like, oh god, one, two. But I think you know a lot of that is social programming because of the bratty ass culture that we live in. You know. The, the crap, just kids are pushed to the front of the line, and I don't think that anymore. I think, I love, little kids are fun to like hang out with, because you get to teach them stuff, they want to be helpful. I think it's like, it was instilled in their just being, that they want to be useful to people and stuff. My nephew's that way, he's always trying to help and put stuff together and figure shit out, because he's a little dude, right? He's a man. He's going to become a man. That's what we do. But I think a lot of this uh, soft culture that we live in today has... uh, People have forgotten their place. (laughs) Men and women. You know, the men are soft. The women seem to think they run the show. It's not good. (laughs) I know people hate when I say that. I go, look, you can't have too much of either one. And I go on both sides of this. You can't have Viking conquerors just raping and killing people and just all masculine stuff. But you can't have all emotionally charged, unreasonable actions of feminine women. You just can't. It doesn't work in a world. You have to have both and you need balance and there is a time and a place when to apply said energies. <clears throat> So, back to my grandpa. 90 years old, man. God bless him. He is 
He's he's a champ, man. Last year he was having some health scares, and we didn't know if he was going to make it or not. And I've talked about this before, but he uh, he bounced back, and he's doing okay now. He was a little tired because he was taking some medications, you know, for pain because of his back, and I guess he's got some fractures. Um, so you know, ninety. I mean, I sixty's good enough for me. <laughs> but my grandpa, he's a. He's a he's a he's a man amongst men. Just a he's a legend. You know, he's a good man. He's got a good soul. He is, you know, he took care of a, a giant family. Provided, he wasn't super. He was always a self. He my my grandfather's a very church going man. He's Catholic to the bone, but like old school kind of Catholic. Just has his prayer book, goes to church all the time. Uh, I, he said yesterday. How some uh, some church people came over, brought him some coffee and donuts because they invited him out after church. But since he was in pain, he's like, I'm just going to go home. You guys could come over. So all these people just, you know, brought my grandpa treats and, all, you know, very sweet, you know, just helping him out. And what I've realized is there are people out there that are selfless and willing to help that don't expect something or I did this for you, what are you going to do for me? That like genuinely, like genuinely will give to other people because they just want to. That exists. You know, so you have to remember that. If you think of, if you look at this world and just look at all the nuts, you know, just all the crazy going on and go, oh yeah, well, well we're going down the shitter. There goes the world. It's the end of times. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some dumb crap going on but if you really look at the beauty and in in individuals and locally and in your own neighborhood i mean most people are just very similar they'll help you when they can Uh, be kind to you this and that it's it's not unheard of you just you'll i i really do believe that you will see whatever you want to see in this world if you choose to see shit and crazy and nonsense, that's all you're going to see. You have to practice seeing the beauty in things, even in death. Which brings me to my next point. Uh, a friend of mine I went to high school with just died of an overdose. She, uh, she my age, 35, almost 36. Yeah, I knew her well. We used to hang out like a 10 years ago. And back when I drank a lot more. <laughs> and uh, so we we were hanging out. But she was always a heroin was her thing. And I tell you, man, I was a boozer. And people will all say, well, you know, all drugs, they're the same. I'm like, well, they're not the same as far as effect, but what I will say is alcohol can make you get totally obsessed, which is still, alcohol is still one of the most dangerous. It's just not as quick as like these super laced heroines today, which have fentanyl and a bunch of other nonsense or these uh, overprescribed pain meds, right? You know, it's kind of weird that, yes, um, so two nights ago I get a message for that about my friend who passed away. Uh, a mutual friend, my buddy, texted me, said, did you did you hear about her? Did you hear that she died? I go, no. And for the sake of this podcast, she'll remain nameless. 
But uh, I didn't know. And then, boom, there it was. You know, good old social media has one thing that is uh, beneficial. Information spreads quickly. Um, and then, you know, the next day, I'm celebrating my grandfather's 90th birthday. So, again, I really believe it's about perception. My friend struggled for years and couldn't get long-term sobriety. Now, I understand that. I understand that as a man who used to drink, alcohol was my drug. And uh, I can honestly say I understand the merry-go-round in the mind. And it takes a lot of effort and willingness to pull yourself out of that hellhole. A lot. And once you're out of the danger zone, you have to constantly, daily, daily keep working on stuff in order to maintain that. It's uh, it's not easy. And for those who think it is, um, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's not. I can honestly say it's not. But it's not. But it's also not impossible. It's like anything in this world, folks. It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort and dedication. And some people aren't willing to do it. But some people can't get them out of that first level of hell. And my friend, you know, God rest her soul, she couldn't do it. But, you know, there's always those things that happen in my mind. You know, some people that die of this or there's part of me that's envious. <laughs> I go, damn it, now your troubles are over. Now we get to sit, I get to sit here for another God knows how long, 30, 40 years and just, uh. <laughs> See, that's when you make it about yourself, though. When you look at it like, ugh, I got to be in this world for another 40 years. See, that's selfish, right? That's That's weak. My grandfather is a prime example of strength for me because I look at my granddad and, you know, 90 years old, seven children, one of them died. My, my uncle Greg passed away at 16 from cancer. So I got, and so I, I never knew him. I, did, I wasn't even a sperm in my dad's ball sack by the time he was born or alive, I should say, passed away. And uh, yeah, it's a crude way to put things. But you know what? I do jokes. I joke about things that... Sometimes it eases into people because you can't talk super serious with some people. I found it. You can't be too direct because they shut down with direct language. But that's how I talk. So uh, to lighten it up, uh, crack a joke or two. So my uncle Greg, he died of uh, was it leukemia, I believe, or lymphoma. Lymphoma, I think it was. Sixteen. So I never even knew he existed, but from what my mom tells me, because she was closest to him, because she was the second in line as far as age. So he was a great dude. I probably would have had a really kick-ass uncle. And uh, like I was talking about in my last podcast about, you know, transcending uh, energy and feelings. Turns out there's a lot of people that are uh, were skillful farmers and woodworkers in my family. I mean, that's why I feel today like that's where I'm going towards. Like I want to be homesteading in the next five years. Piece of land, chicken coop, animals, grow my own food. That is my plan. I am, uh, I'm kind of done with, uh, do you want, don't you want a nice house with 18, with, with three car garage and, and your, bu- 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 no, I don't. I want to, I want a plot of land away <laughs> from the herd and I want to grow my own food and be self sustaining. That's my goal. But at the same time, be very humble, spiritual, and also help other people around me as much as I can. That is my goal. That is going to be my life. It will happen. Oh, no, you got to do... Now, shut... Naysayers. 
fucking naysayers. You want to deny there's naysayers because they don't have the balls to do what it takes. Just like people who naysay people that do have addiction and, and die from it. Some people think it's tragic. Some people go good riddance. And I'm going to tell you, I can play both sides of that fence because I've been there and I have thought both both ways. I have thought good riddance and I have thought uh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and those people uh, died tragically. Well, I've been on both sides of that fence and not everybody can say that. And that's not me uh, tooting my own fucking horn here. It's me trying to let people know that I have a different perspective than most, you know, and I have an understanding, uh, a relation to the pain that those people feel. I know. And the honest truth is, a lot of people don't climb out of that hell. It's really hard once you're there. And if you do climb out of it, people don't stay out of it very long, at least in my experience. And that's okay. What you have to remember, the important thing, if you really want to know about sobriety, folks, is it's up to the individual and how much they value their own. There's no person, place, thing. They need it. They need something else greater than them. Well, doesn't that mean God, Matt, or some higher power? I'm like, it means it is what it is. It means it's not going to be... They're not going to do it for you. You're not going to do it for their family, their friends, their job, their kid. They're not. They have to do it for them with the help of something greater than them. And that sounds weird. I know people probably don't understand a lot of that, but trust me, it's uh, it's one of those things. Just accept it. Don't even try to figure it out in your brain because you can't unless you've been there. And. <clears throat> So, my friend, may she rest in peace. Her troubles are over now. I feel for the families and the people and stuff. You know, I always do. It's uh, it's a crisis. And then this morning, I, I fucking... Yeah, I go check my email and I'm reading an article about America's opioid crisis. I go, oh, isn't that funny? But Here's one thing that is oddly scary to me. Not, not scary, just I, I believe... That every person you come across has an energy. You have an energy. So every energy, as you meet people daily, uh, you get into relationships, people you work with, friends, family, you have an energy with people throughout your life. And you cross these paths of energy. So if you graze past people, even if it's only for a couple seconds at the store, you have engaged in that person's essence, their soul, if you will, whatever you want to call it. I call it energy essence. A couple of days before I got the news about my friend, she had crossed my mind. I thought about her. She just clicked in my mind, and I was like, man, I wonder if she's okay. And then two days later, I get a message, and she's not okay. This has happened to me one time before. Another person I used to uh, party with back in the day, and... Eventually, alcoholism got her, and I had that same feeling, and I went to Facebook, and Facebook uh, told me the story because I I started to see everybody's posts, you know, rest in peace, oh my God, I can't believe you're gone. So that's twice now, and I'm just going to throw this out there, it's, um, there's no coincidence to that, and if you 
try to explain it away, you're I don't want to hear your explanation. It's it is what it is, so I just accept it. It's very odd to me. And I don't take it for granted, I don't take it lightly. I think it's something else that I can't explain away, you know? Energies, auras, essences, souls, whatever, man. And that's that's what happened, and that was pretty uh it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. So I, uh, when people have these opioids or drug addictions or some kid died or, yeah, I, I get it. So how do you have, this is my suggestion to people before it becomes out of control is for parents, don't let a doctor tell your kid or you or anybody to take any kind of pain medication. Number one. Start there. Because I understand it. You know, you threw your back out. You had a little thing. You had your tooth pulled. You tough it up, Sally. Some over-the-counter stuff. Some Tylenol. Ibuprofen, which isn't even that good for you. You do that. Anything that has, you know, whatever, an opioid, just don't. That's my best suggestion to people. It's just fucking don't even take it. Suck up the pain. Life is pain. Deal with it. Oh, you wouldn't say that, man, if you had to fucking break your leg. You're right. Uh, you know, I broke my wrist once, <clears throat> and I goddamn near passed out from uh, the pain of it because I got into cold sweats, and that shit really fucking hurt, but you know what I didn't do? I didn't take any pain medication. <laughs> And uh, I know for me, just person, personal experiences, I won't, I, I, caffeine and sugar are like my two things, and even caffeine I have to be careful with. Anything that alters my mood, I don't do. So even an over-the-counter cold medicine, I don't take because antihistamines fuck with me. Anything that makes me not able, my mind to be centered, I don't like it. So I don't do it. And how do you battle this in your own house? Don't listen to those fucking doctors. (laughs) Okay? Doctors are people too. And it strides me up the fucking wall the amount of balls people have uh, when it comes to modern medicine that they just go, You're not a doctor, Matt! And I know that comes from a place of fear. I know that comes from a place of fear because maybe they don't want to hear the truth. I'm going to tell you the fucking truth. You don't need the pain meds, guys. I know they're wonderful. I know they're great. But what are you going to do if you're in surgery? I'm talking about how you can prevent this stuff from happening. And not even just get addicted to the substance. There's always an underlying issue with substance abuse, folks. Okay? It's not the substance. You can take away the substance, the person's insane. And I'm here to tell you that's the truth. There's something else going on underneath, and it's up to that person whether or not they want to deal with it. I know. You can't force them. Doesn't matter how many times you lock them up or throw them in a fucking uh, place, or they, oh, you've been to rehab 97 times. Yeah, that's not going to change them because they don't want to. They want to, but they don't want to. They're not willing to be honest with themselves. That is the truth, folks. I know. <laughs> I've been on those, those different sides of the fence, and I can speak openly about this, and you can't tell me otherwise because you don't fucking know. I do. 
All you are is a spectator in this fucking game. I'm a player. <clears throat> yeah, see, that sounds arrogant to most people. I know. They're like, oh, oh, look, look, listen to this guy and his fucking theories. I go, okay. Doctors are people. They hand that shit out like it's fucking candy. If I stub, if I went, I said, uh, I got some pain in my lower back right now. They'll just fucking hand me a prescription for whatever I ask for. I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, Oxycontin's pretty good. Yeah, I might take the edge off and they'll just fucking do it. So let's not pretend that that doesn't exist because it does. And then, so it starts with you folks. The problem here, the, the, the biggest solution, it always starts with you. Not the doctors, not the drugs themselves, not the, uh, how, you. You decide if you want to take that shit. No, it's maybe God told me to take, no he didn't. You know what happened? You decided to take the evil. Don't take the evil, because you don't know how it's going to end up. And it's never pretty. And the numbers are staggering. I was reading the article today about uh, the opioid thing. It's just, it's like tripled. Yeah, of course, no shit. <laughs> Everybody and their mother, you know, is on some kind of fucking pill. Everybody that I've talked to, I'm on Xanax and Prozac and, and Tritinone and beep, 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 do and scoop, do, do. Come here, doggy. Dog wants in. Come on, pigs. Come on, pigs. He's like, I'm going to hang out with you, Dad. Fucking, I inherit this dog. <clears throat> He's a good little dog. I can't complain. Not as good as my cat. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> so it starts with you, folks. It always starts with you, okay? Be honest with yourself. If you're afraid, don't make a stupid fucking decision out of fear because a doctor tells you otherwise. I know that's hard because we... But then again, you don't want to go too much in one way because then again, your skepticism may keep you from being helped. So I know there isn't an easy answer and that is the answer. Is There's really no direct way other than just be very cautious when people try to prescribe you stuff doctors be very cautious when doctors tell you this is what you have question that shit don't be so fucking stupid and take it as it is you've been bullshitted for like a hundred years are you gonna wise up to the fact that just maybe Maybe uh, most of it, if not all, is bullshit. <laughs> My 90-year-old granddad, I asked him, I go, it was probably a simpler time when you were younger, Grandpa. You know, like you, you just, meat and fruit and vegetables is what you needed to eat. You don't need to eat all this. That's it. There's no diets. There's no fucking regiments. There's no exercise schedule. You want to know why everybody's fucking fat and has this, like, Body, mo- you because of the culture, the bullshit, the poison. It's all everywhere. It's within the food, the TV, the movies you watch, the shit you hear, the nonsense you consent to. It's all because of you. <laughs> you consent to bullshit. I like Doritos and I want my Taco Bell. I'm trying to lose weight. Well, did you change anything? No, I I went to Taco Bell after I went to the exercise. It's not gonna work. <laughs> So you have to admit to yourself that everything you've ever done in your fucking life, everything, everything, 100% of the time was wrong. And then you have to be willing to try some new shit, folks. 
Other than that, there's not much else you can do. You got to accept the people that decide to take the drugs. And you know what? You should be envious of them because at least they see like, ah, the world's bullshit and they go a certain way. Good for them. <laughs> you know, at least they got the balls to admit like nothing is, nothing's, nothing is as great as it seems. But again, it's all about perception. Like I said earlier, now, are you a hypocrite, man? Because you said, you said, sir, that perception is how it is. I go, yes, I did. And you need to try to look at the good in things. There's, there's power in saying no to something that you don't want to do. I don't want to take the shot. I don't need this. I don't want that. Start with you. Always be honest with yourself. People, and then people try to fuck with you and go, oh, you're such a prideful fuck. I go, I'm me. Nobody has to be me but me. I have to live with any pains I have inside, outside, physical, mental, spiritual. Those are my pains. You don't get to fucking live them. By the decisions I make, I do. So what the fuck does it matter to you? Right? People say that to a motherfucker who uh, who tries to tell you that, oh, you just need to start listening to other people. I go, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm not the one sick and dying, overweight, uh, depressed, want to put a gun to my head, crying. I'm not that today. You want to know why? Because I made the fucking decision to not be. Okay, I did it with a lot of fucking help. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just like, oh, oh, Matt did it by himself. No, dude, it's a lot of fucking changes. It's a lot of honesty. It's a lot of truth you have to fucking face with yourself and with other people. And so, and it's fucking hard. And most people just want to dodge that bullet and just be the lemming and just be like, but I just want to watch football and eat my chicken wings and go to the bar and have a beer and fuck my woman and... people. <laughs> Matt, do you not... I, no, I actually love people. This is why you have to learn to detach with love from the nonsense. Otherwise, you get sucked into the nonsense too. And then you can't become uh, a beacon of hope for others. And I don't say that arrogantly. I say like, you see these people that have pulled out of the nonsense and people envy and hate them because they pulled themselves out of nonsense. The, uh, the nonsense because they're not honest with themselves that they can't fucking do it themselves and they don't have the fucking willingness to do it and that is the problem the problem's you <laughs> you oh no it's uh we need more money and i need some uh, better de- no it's you just you just you make some better decisions you'll get better results in the future you fucking i have like even though i know it's hard i have such distinct contempt for people who bitch moan and complain all the time about things and even though i know as they do that that i simultaneously know that those people are in a whirlwind of their own fucking pain and misery i thought they do nothing about it then they want everyone else to suffer on their behalf fuck that (laughs) and there is that part of me like i have a certain understanding of people who have drug problems and addictions all that but then there's another part of me that also goes like if somebody could turn themselves around from all that shit there's they're an asset to society they're probably more of an asset than somebody who just shuns the use altogether and never had an experience with it 
you know, the, the moral high horse fucking people. And uh, that doesn't work either. You know, experience speaks a lot for people, especially when their experience was so firm one way and then it completely goes the opposite way based on some circumstances that happened to them. And this is why I believe individuals are very powerful and it needs to be spoken about more and more. You want to change the world, change yourself and then tell people, but not in a way that makes you feel good. Like, oh, did you see that I lost 10 pounds? Nobody gives a fuck. Because we can all do that. I'm talking about like real life changes. Like I was going to die. And then I made myself healthy again. Now I'm going to listen to that fucking person. I'm not going to listen to you. I've been doing this for three weeks and I feel so fucking good. Shut the fuck up. Stop with the nonsense. Okay? Listen. <laughs> Go Look at the people... That have what you are looking for and listen. You gotta get some changes out of you. And this is coming from a dude. I am the biggest fucking skeptic of everything. Everything. Everything I hear I hold in contempt. Everything, everything, everything I ever fucking did. It's my problem. See, this is the battle that I have to deal with is my struggle is hearing everything and thinking it's fucking retarded the first time I hear it, right? But now, but now. I have to admit a lot of things I'm wrong in. But I'm not fucking naive. And I know you don't need pills to fix your feelings. You don't need antidepressants. You don't need any anti-anxiety medications. You just don't want to take a fucking look at yourself. Eat a little bit better. I guarantee a lot of those problems that you're worried about in your head that thinks it's the end of the world will fucking go away. But you can't say that. Oh, oh you're not a doctor. The Shut the fuck up. Do you understand that in my lifetime, this problem has only increased instead of decreased? So if there was any truth to the crap that these medical professionals uh, actually push, do you really think it'd be getting better? I think I've, we've wasted enough time accepting things uh, for truth as, oh, well, my doctor told me to shut your fucking mouth. He's just a dude, too. Ask your doctor, are you on this? Well, no, I would never take it. Then ask yourself, why the fuck aren't you taking it then? Like, God, be smart, people. Ask questions. You know, don't just take, don't get slapped across the face because you're scared to say no or because somebody doesn't like that shit. It's fucking have some balls. Women, too, have some balls. This isn't just about men. Men, be fucking men. Women, be with men who have balls. And stop it. God damn it. I'm just, I read these articles and I roll my eyes because they're like, I can't even believe that the opioid epidemic is so big. What do we do? What do we do? Stop lying to yourself. Stop listening to the doctor. Stop taking the medication because you don't feel good for one fucking day. Toughen your skin up a little bit, Sally. Learn some truth about yourself and think that maybe just one time in your goddamn life that you're the problem. It's not your family or your dad or your job or the money or the boyfriend or the girlfriend or the car you drive. Maybe it's just you and your perception on the world. Now, I know I sound like a dick. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll give that credit. I do sound like a dick and that I'm, I'm not... I'm not downplaying the severity of this issue. I'm actually trying to shed fucking light. But you know what? Nobody wants to hear the truth. 
oh, I guess I'll just go to my doctor. But the problem keeps getting worse. He switched my medication to another medication. It's all the same story. All I need to do is pick a handful of fucking people out in the wild, ask them, are you on it? I'm on Prozac today. Uh, I'm taking Abilify, and I'm also on Zoloft. And also, I'm taking uh, Oxycontin because I have a toe that I sprung about nine years ago, but I am very, very careful in how I take my medication. Dude, you don't have to be a crazy, trauma-filled person to become an addict or an alcoholic or any of that stuff. You can just be a person because those those magic potion pills that they give you are, are crazy alchemy, man. It's powerful shit. It's very powerful. I dare not even dabble. That's why I choose not to. Oh, what are you going to do, Matt? Are you going to be healthy? I'm like, you're going to die one day anyway, you fuck. Whether you die at 90 or you die at 35. Stop. You you don't want to have a premature death? I love that. I read an article that was talking about people who die prematurely. Well, how the fuck do you know when premature is? You know? How do you know the 35 wasn't the the cap? You know, that wasn't the top of their life. You know? That's why people... Here, most people in these fucking worlds just don't want to admit they don't know. You talk to anybody who's had... I, I know a lot of people with cancer and have you know, they told them, ah, oh, you got six months. It's fucking four years later. They're still alive. So shut the fuck up. Don't believe everything you hear and let the fear do that. Because if you hear that and you take the word of another man... I'm going to say put the full armor of a god of your understanding underneath your belt and you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Don't live in the fear. Just be joyful. But don't be a fucking pigeon and take everything that everybody tells you either as truth or that's it. Especially some asshole in a coat who's just another dude who went through some school, took some tests, read some books. And the shit's forever changing. You know, guys, 50, 60 years ago, they used to give mercury to people as treatments. They used to zap you with electroshock therapy to help get out the, you know. It's like, don't give so much credit to this shit. You don't need 70 vaccine shots, you fucking idiots. It was fine when there were like two. But if you, you know, here's to you fucking, here, here's a nice little debunk to you vaccinator fucks. Oh, well, man, if you can't get vaccines, if you get... Okay, well, here, here let me tell you something. Uh, the science that we do know that's true, that we all agree on, at least, is uh, you have an immune system, correct? Okay. So you get the vaccine. What's a vaccine? It's a dead virus. A dead virus of what, you might say? The virus that you're trying not to get to die from. Oh, okay, so no polio? No polio. Measles? No measles. Oh, okay. So, so let's say... You willingly inject yourself with this shit. You still get sick because how many people do you know? Because I've known a lot over the last few years who've gotten the flu shot but still get sick. Oh, well, it's uh, it's not the right strain of flu. You know what that sounds like to me? A fucking con artist. Oh, it's just not the right strain of flu. You know, uh, maybe next time. So you keep letting these people pump chemicals that you honestly, you don't really know what they are. It's a fucking needle going into your arm from some douchebag that tells you it's going to help you. And you go, okay. And in your mind, you're thinking, I'm not going to get sick. And then you do. And then the flu's still running rampant. How about this? Since this is how I look at vaccines. And I had some shots when I was a kid, but I'm an adult. If I fucking get sick. Like, everybody got sick this year. I was really sick last year. No, I don't get shots, guys. 
No, I don't believe in it, and I never will. And here, I'll tell you why. So I got pretty sick last year. This year, nope, nothing. You want to know why? Because maybe last year when I got sick and the year before, my immune system did its own fucking job. Because if you have an immune system, you should be exposed to it naturally, and your fucking immune system will fucking do what it's supposed to do, and you'll be fine the next time a wave hits like it did this year. Everybody in my fucking family and mother and everybody got sick this year. Not fucking me. You want to know why? Because I was so goddamn sick last Christmas that I all, I felt like dying. I was like, I think this is it, but then I didn't, and then... Here we are, and everybody's sitting sick, and I thought for a minute, I'm like, I hope I don't get sick, and then I didn't. Why? Probably because my immune system, if that's true, did what it was supposed to do. It built up an immunity, so this year, I was ready to go. I fucking have a goddamn iron tank just deflecting that shit left and right, because it's like, oh shit, not this time. We learned how sick you were last year. We're ready. That's what your immune system does, you fucking retarded people. (laughs) God. And I'm not even a fucking scientist. I just use common sense for the basic shit that we know about science and and, and, and all that shit. And it's frustrating because people, if you haven't noticed, (laughs) I think I'm just, I'm processing death right now, guys. A friend of mine died, so I think I'm in a mood. And this is what I do. I get really heated about stuff because I can't shut up about truth, you know? I can't. It's the truth. This is reality of the situation. Uh, and then, yeah, what's the other? Uh, but in herd mentality, I'm like, do you realize how retarded you are to believe that theory that if you're in herd mentality, it doesn't work? That is the dumbest shit. The reason disease spreads is because it's in herd mentality. It doesn't, cure doesn't spread in herd mentality, you fucking morons. If you're sick in a group of people and that person's coughing all over you, yeah, you might have a good chance. Your best bet is to not be around that person. And to think because you have a vaccination that if not everybody's vaccinated, it doesn't work. That is the dumbest, like, dupe of all bullshit things in the world, George Carlin is rolling over in his fucking grave right now going, I told you motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, it's not. I, it's such a dumb argument. And if you're even... And everybody, every everybody's a fucking... Everybody's a fucking investigative reporter now. Oh, I, they pull up some article from some fucking website saying... Do you see what this website says? And I go, oh my God, dude. Just use you as the example. Have you? I've never, ever, 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 ever gotten a flu shot. And I have not had the flu since I was a fucking child. So go fuck yourself with your flu shot theories, okay? And I work in the general public with... With people fucking coughing out on everything, fucking wiping their nose and then touching it. I'm around it all the time. And no, I didn't. So you that blows your fucking theory. Oh, well, you just weren't. Uh, well, shut the fuck up. It's bullshit. Those people getting sick, that's bullshit, Matt? No. I'm talking about the severity and how it is and what you should do to prevent it. Not the actual thing itself. 
If you get sick in this world and it's your time to go, just accept it. You get sick and die from the flu, it was meant to be. You're going to die one day anyway. So you better start enjoying today. That's how I look at life, man. I don't care. <laughs> Dude, if I get sick and I'm on my... Oh, you're going to care. No, you're going to care, man. If you No, see, that's what... That's what... See, that's what fear does to people. Fear wants you to be scared with that person so you can lose your serenity, tranquility, and your peace of mind to go, no, man, it's acceptance. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with dying. All right? Whether I live to be 90 like my grandfather or 35 like my friend who just passed, it doesn't matter. You're going to die one way or another. And I don't want to be 90 anyway. My grandfather's a wonderful man, but, you know, he's fucking, you know, now it's just kind of getting by. I'm good. The minute I can stop being mobile and functional, I don't want to be here. And until then, if a disease takes me out, then so be it. Like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't... It's okay. Don't live in fear. You can't live in fear. If you live in fear, you will constantly be worried. You will actually drain more energy and essence by worrying about getting sick and dying than actually getting sick and dying. You will just, it will drain your life force. Don't do it. Take this from a man because I understand what it is when it comes to being addicted and pulling yourself out of that and the mind games and the fear and the crazy. I know. So stop lying to yourself. Stop listening to everybody else but your inner soul. But Matt, the, the, but we have so much information and I go, I'm very aware And we also have a lot of things to keep people sick and blinded from the truth. Don't be blinded from the truth, but from yourself. If you can start with you, the rest of the world, you'll be able to spot truth and nonsense. You can't expect everyone else to do it. You have to live it. Some people will love you. They will see it. Some people will hate you. They will curse you for it. Fuck them. Because at the end of the day, you get up, you walk around on your two feet, you think, you drive, you get dressed, you do those things. Nobody has to live inside your body but you. So you are your own best friend. You need to take care of that first. So don't listen to the nonsense. Don't even fucking listen to me if you don't want to. Fucking figure this out for yourself with honesty and truth and reflection, inner reflection of you. And that is the best I can do to help fucking stupid people get their head out of their goddamn asses and see what's really going on. And then when you see what's really going on, you don't get scared anymore. You don't even want to waste energy getting angry at people. For You just start living. And it's great. You have a nice conversation with your 90-year-old grandfather, just you, telling stories. You get to listen. You get to hear the magic in his voice. And at the, his life at 90, he's like, people just, they're not un, just be kind. Try to love everybody. And even if something that you disagree with or you don't like comes knocking at your door, love on that thing, and love can conquer everything, believe it or not. (sighs) 
That was a good one. That was a good rant today, man. It's okay. This whole thing, the world we've created, is supposed to happen this way. We hit a peak, and now... Here we are. Excuse me. Just remember, folks, everything in life, it gets worse before it gets better. But every pain that you deal with, every pain you get through in your own personal life, because nobody gives a shit, your life, every pain that you overcome, you become stronger and stronger in the mind and your soul, and you will be able to overcome this just you'll just put you'll you'll be able to brush off nonsense like it's fucking nothing and you just won't care but you have to be honest and willing to do things and if you're not honest and willing to do the work you have no right to bitch about your fucking situation if you're not willing to do anything to change it so shut your fucking mouth I hate, hate the whiners. And anybody who speaks out loudly enough against something, I'm here to tell you folks, they're usually the people, the people that are the ones doing it. Just study what's been going on for the last few years in the news with people. and all. They are the ones doing it. Trying to keep the spotlight off of them and put it onto others because... They don't want people to see the truth about them because they know if the truth is revealed about them, they're fucking finished. It's over. There's no more ride for them. They're done. And this happens in all, whether it's obvious politics or your own local fucking community. You know what I'm talking about. Speak truth. Be honest. And always remember... Don't take yourself too seriously. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines.